Sports 1498 3FM Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engine. <laughs> Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now... Here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And good morning and uh, welcome to Start Your Engines on a fantastically beautiful Saturday morning. It's fall, the colors are beautiful, there's pumpkins everywhere. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Perry. How you doing? Doing good. Good. Got a new member of the family, I understand. Yes, I do. Tell me about him. <laughs> uh, we lost my dog about six months ago, and uh, I thought I wouldn't have another one, but the uh, man sent me a picture of one, and I kind of took a liking to it. And it was locked up in the fence outside, and I said, well, that dog needs to be in the house. So uh, He's it, in yours. He's, his boat come in, <laughs> as I say. <laughs> How about you, Greg? How you doing this morning? Doing doing pretty good. Just just like I say, it's up. Did you get a new dog this week? Uh, n- no, I just uh, the one I got just keep getting more spoiled. <laughs> uh, the one I got, but uh, my mind that's like I'll talk about. It, it, they'll sit there and watch TV, and I wonder sometimes <laughs> with mine if she gets mad if somebody's leading wrong or something, or her her man ain't in the right place or something, but. Puppy dogs are amazing. They're, well, uh, they're wonderful companions. Odie, our dog, if if you're not sitting where you usually sit in the room, and now Jake's back, and he has really thrown the thing crazy, and Odie had just barked because everybody's in the wrong position. Yep. <laughs> so uh, we've had to deal with that a little bit. But, God, I love dogs. and I, But i tell you one thing now, Greg. I thought you lived in a nice neighborhood. I mean, Converse Heights is supposed to be one of the nicest neighborhoods in Spartanburg, but I rode around a little bit before I, I was a little early before I picked you up. And, man, everybody's just about has a spider crawling across their house or something. And all kinds of bugs and things in people's yards. I never, they need to get an exterminator in there. I know it. Especially over there around that pumpkin patch on Norwood Avenue. Yeah. I, a lot of it has to. Huge spiders. But, uh, you know, Coffers Heights always been known for their trees. And that means a bunch to them. And it does keep the shade and and, and different things, but uh, must be breeding giant spiders because it, 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 it is. It is big we, old webs. We've seen big old webs form up. We, Greg, we, you you realize I'm talking about the Halloween decorations, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I didn't want you to think that was. They go all out over there. They do. They. Uh, then there's some really. I was telling a friend of mine the other day uh, that you know Hannah and I. During Christmas, we like to ride around and look at the Christmas lights. But, I mean, you can ride around now and look at the Halloween lights. I mean, I don't, there's not much you can do for Thanksgiving, but the ha- Halloween lights are, I mean, there's people going to a lot of expense and trouble to decorate for Halloween. They, they really do. And uh, 
we up to a few years ago uh, really participated in the deal of, of carving the pumpkins and had different designs and had a couple that they had to move to Winston-Salem that helped us. And Berta actually got wrote up in the newspaper several years ago for having the second best in Sparkburg County. She didn't win first. She got third. Uh, mainly just we had right at 50 hand-carved pumpkins. I mean, nice ones. When, so, when you have to get started on something like that? You have to. It, it's, there's a trick to it. First of all, you got to have enough carvers. And you got to have the pumpkin at about the right stage. And you have to keep them moist. A lot of people think, you know, but they dry out. But there's the trick to it, to have them all lit up, you know, for a few hours on Halloween night. It makes for a pretty spectacular view, but it's a lot of work. She, and, did, she didn't do them all herself then. Y'all had a team of carvers? Oh, uh, we had a team. Okay. And, and, and a, a selection of knives, right? Like... Uh, all the tools the scoopers <laughs> the scoopers the cutters the, the the different things and uh about all they get out of me is I, I always do a couple of medium ones it's just got the little squares and eyes and yeah i, was, I, I do the two traditional ones i do and that's what i would do with the and then triangle I, eyes and nose i let them do the ones it's the of 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 the pequeet or something or Moby Dick or something, you know, all the intricate ships, or, or they do all kinds of stuff to it. I never got into that. You said you watched Moby Dick. Didn't take you long to uh, work it into the show. No. I called Greg the other day, and he said, I'm sitting here watching Moby Dick with uh, Gregory Peck. Gregory Nin- Peck. 1956. Yeah. And Good movie. It, it, it is. It is. It's, it, it's a lot to it. And there's a lot of phrases that come in there that mean a lot. Uh, I've seen that thing uh, uh dozens upon dozens of times but uh, it, it, it's a good it's a good movie it it really is and, well uh, and somewhat true because i've been up to nantucket and our son lives up there in boston and they built a museum up there in nantucket and the the herman melville uh novel follows some pretty true stuff that actually happened did you ever read billy budd I, I've heard of it. I didn't. That's know. another Herman Melville uh, whaling book. Very good. But you know what? We're supposed to be doing a, uh, a racing show, and we we're ten minutes into it, and we haven't mentioned racing yet. And uh, there was some pretty uh, some pretty big action last week on uh, out there in Las Vegas. Jeremy didn't do all that uh, well, and as a matter of fact, for his efforts, he got uh, he got fined. A good bit for uh, an illegal part on the car. Were you aware of that, Alan? No. Uh, yeah, it's a. Well, we, let me back up and say that Ger- Jeremy is our guest at eleven o'clock this morning, so we can ask him a little more about it. But uh, he had already uh, agreed to be our guest before uh, he got fined, I think. So, but it doesn't matter. They're not appealing this one. He's already in the playoffs and out of the playoffs, so it, it doesn't matter. But they lost their crew chief for this week. It was something about that panel that goes across the back. I think they used to call it back in the Bud Moore when y'all were raising the TV panel or something. Yeah. But it's the one right across the back. It's what I understand it was. And it was just some, uh, some. I, I think it was like some pre-approved part that wasn't approved. You know, maybe uh, they, I, I don't know. He'll tell us about it. But, it, I mean, it was like 40 points. They got docked and um, might have been 25,000 bucks. I can't remember. And. They lost Mark Setzer for the week instead of, you know, like four races. Like, they really hammer you when you leave a tire loose. But uh, 
But anyway, that that's how Jeremy came out of the of the race at Las Vegas last week, and we're still real, real proud of Jeremy for making the playoffs. And even if he didn't make the playoffs, we'd be proud of him. But um, we'll have him on at eleven o'clock. But I guess the big story came the next day on the Sunday race with uh, uh, the big guys, the Cup guys, and I'll tell you what. Bubba Wallace was setting a pretty good pace. He was flying, and they were uh, having a hard time keeping up with him. And they, uh, he was battling down the back stretch with Harvick when um, I think it was like the 29th lap when uh, Larson dive bombed on the inside, made it three abreast, and Harvick backed out. He said, "I don't want any part of this." And then they got on around to turn four, and. Uh, some people say they hit. Some people say they didn't. I, I don't think they did, but uh, nonetheless, uh, Wallace bounced off the wall and immediately took uh, uh, aggressive action and just went straight down to the low end of the track, the inside of the track where Larson had gone, and just clipped him right in the right rear, which is about one of the oldest tricks in racing to get somebody wrecked. And and when they slid back up the track, and this was a very high-speed portion of the track coming down to the uh, start-finish line, he, uh, they both hit the wall, but right before, uh, I can't remember now if it was Larson or uh, or uh, Wallace, but one of them just clipped uh, Christopher Bell, who's in the, he's racing for the championship. He got into the championship by winning uh, at the Roval, and then he gets taken out and pretty much uh, screws up his chance to move on, but... And it, which is like a semi teammate of Wallace. So, how did you see that? I mean, did I seen it the same way? Uh, they drove off dinner in that third turn, and Bubba kind of come down, side drafted off of Larson. You know, when you side draft, it's going to kind of get the car on the inside a little loose, and you got to move up racetrack just a little bit. And I don't think he really touched him. I mean, I, I know air plays a lot of it, but uh, neither one of them wanted to get out. It was kind of a little bit too early in the race, what I've seen, and. They both had fast race cars, and, you, well, you, we say that, and uh, Larson, both of them's out of the points, so I don't see what, you know, they didn't, they really wasn't running for stage points in a way. I mean, that's the. Uh, they the, were racing. They was racing. They, they, <laughs> they hard, were racing They, they hard first. racers, and yep. that's, that's just the way it is. And, and like you said, the only thing I've seen, it it, it caught the 20, which was a Toyota teammate. Yep. I just wish it had got the 11 too. <laughs> <laughs> Now if you, it would have got to 11, I think you would have seen a little bit more. Uh, uh, now, that's Jada's guy. It might be Jada's guy, and that <laughs> might be Bubba's uh, boss man. <laughs> yeah, I never have cared for Hamlin. but uh, No, but I do like Christopher Bell, and it, no matter who it was, if it was your worst enemy, he wasn't any part of it. And uh, he, But he got caught up in it do, anyway. Do you think Gibbs kind of said something to Hamlin? Uh, you know, it took my 20 car out. Yeah. A uh, guy that was. You know, in the points race, like mm-hmm. you said, hated for the 20 car. I mean, he had a good car, too. I mean. Well, the thing about it is now, that car, the 45 car that Bubba Wallace was driving, was Kurt Busch's car. Yep. And Bubba got in it so yep. they could. Uh, Champ- car owner. The car owner championship. Yep. And uh, so it, the, I, I don't keep up with that probably like I should, but I'm sure it damaged that uh that uh that is, as well because yep. they got somebody else driving uh Bubba's thing, regular car which you kind of chimed in on just a little bit earlier uh nascar come out 
in the middle of the week, which finds comes out on Tuesday and said that uh, one race and pretty much the one race suspension was for him turning and catching Larson. So that means he got out of his car, got to walk across the racetrack, got to go down, plus he got to push an official for yep. free. Right, yeah. So the next time you have a guy get out on the racetrack, he should look back and say, well, you didn't give Bubba Wallace nothing. You find him one race, and then you had, which Kyle Bush, he's lost uh, three team members for the next four races, which one race, he really won't even be in the car. Yeah. Because he's going on Richard Childers. So, uh, but, uh, but you, couple, you leave a tire loose and uh, you get three crew members. Suspended for what, four races? Four races. Yeah. Uh, you, you can wreck a guy and uh, get out on the racetrack, walk down across the racetrack, and uh, push the official, push, push the, the official, push the driver. I, I, I understand the drivers. Let the drivers have at it. Yeah. You know, I mean, but, but uh, you know, I don't, I don't like seeing, I don't, don't, don't get the cars involved. Yeah. Because, I mean, these boys work hard on these cars an awful lot. Yeah. And whenever you just take them, and don't get me wrong, the statement that the, the statement that Bubba put out, yeah. Oh God, the steering. He, he he's not no not the steering. The, <laughs> I feel sorry for my uh, team and stuff. He didn't write that. Oh no no don't no. get me wrong. He oh. didn't write that. No. I, I wanted I wanted to treat up. I, I might I might. He's not smart enough to tell I, the truth. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were. Uh, yeah, he lawyered up. <laughs> But, I mean, I thought you were talking about his original statement right after it happened that his steering went out. No. But, you know, he sort of – he. But we already found it earlier this year not to say, yeah, I wrecked him. Yeah. You know, which is exactly what he did. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, but he said his steering went out, and I guess he's sticking to it. And if I'm not mistaken, Dale Earnhardt Jr. sort of hanging his hat on that and saying that, well, if he's going to stick with that, he, he's going to have to prove it at – a hearing if, if they've asked for one and uh, and and somehow convince nascar that he's steering did go out but i don't think there's any i mean there's so much telemetry and sending uh yeah. things back to the headquarters in charlotte and all this stuff i mean the, the steering didn't go out and i think that's probably easy to prove uh greg you've been mighty quiet over there you've, no, been, you've, no. been, you've been firsthand with stuff similar to this yeah uh what i think it, it, a lot of it boils down to the fact that you know, they have had trouble driving these cars, and it is kind of a, a different concept. I mean, they're more like street cars than they've ever been, uh, and they've had some trouble with them. Now, I'm like y'all. I don't know about the steering going out, but as many problems they've had with the car, it is a possibility. But uh, that he's got a leg to stand on from the fact that the car's haven't performed as well as they were supposed to uh maybe it did i tend to think maybe that that's a a good thing to lean on but uh they've had trouble with the cars well and that's nascar's fault and i think they've owned up to it uh, one other thing i'll touch on and then we'll take our first break and get deb on here because i'm sure she's got i know she's got thoughts on it because i was texting with her and alan and mike when it went down uh and uh it's the fact that we've had so much in recent years, and more so in the last uh, couple of months in football and in auto racing, uh, you know, the discussions about concussions and people getting them, and and Alex Bowman's out with one right now, and uh, and Kurt Busch is probably going to retire maybe because he's had so many. And uh, 
And to do something like this on top of all the concussion being at the forefront of every newscast and sportscast just about sort of, I think, magnifies the problem. Alan? Did you see the tweet of Liz Allison? Yeah, but I don't remember what it was. So, uh, yeah, did what you was send it? it to me? She said, yeah, she said, what I saw from Bubba today was very upsetting. Tempers have always been a part of NASCAR, but this one was over the top. A guy, Steve Truman, he answered back. He said, you don't have a clue about the history of NASCAR. Should have put Larson on his. Mm. And uh, then this other guy, Michael Scott, tweets back. He said, uh, I-M-A-O. Her last name is Allison. You dumb. <laughs> yeah. That was Davy's wife, yeah. right? Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, and, you know, and Kyle Petty kind of done it to Davy at Charlotte. Yeah. At uh at the Winston, oh. and, and and he couldn't even go to Victory Lane. Well, what about they, a, they, they took him into the hospital? Right, and a couple of years ago, Kenseth, yeah, taking out Logano, wasn't it? Yeah, he, but he that got, was that was he come back out on the racetrack with no front end, no nothing, and uh, you know, but, I mean, that's uh, <laughs> he, he took him out one way or the took other. Him out. All right, I tell you what, let's take a break. I can't wait to hear what Deb has to say about it. We're going to come back and. Uh, Get her opinion. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned. 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. The attorneys at Carolina Law Group are your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who was recently voted as best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. 
Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Now let's go live to death. Good morning, Deb. I know you're not trackside, but uh, we're always glad to have you wherever you are. Well, I appreciate that. It's always a pleasure to be with you. It's another beautiful morning. Have you had a walk around the neighborhood? Not yet. I decided to wait and do it after our conversation oh okay i was just telling greg uh when i went to pick him up greg lives in a very nice neighborhood here in spartanburg but i swear they got these giant spiders crawling over about half the houses and bugs and <laughs> all sorts of things I, they need a, a monster size exterminator to come through there well the uh one of the couples one of the families that lives across the street from me has three they have three small children and uh, he's also a woodworker, so there's a lot of things at their house, and they actually put out the skeletons, full-size skeletons in different poses, and they put a box there, and then you guess which movie the pose is from. Oh, and so uh, is this for the trick-or-treaters, and then if they guess right, they get a treat? I don't know. It's for anybody <laughs> that wants to walk by. It's not just trick-or-treaters. It's it's been out there for two weeks, and they change the pose constantly. Wow. It's like one pose is for a few days and another pose is for a few, another few days. But, yeah, my my two neighbors across the street do go all out. There's no doubt about that. Well, we learned on this show, uh, I guess the first year we did it, this would be in our fifth year, the first time we had Jeremy Clements on, who happens to be our guest at 11 o'clock today. Um, Halloween is his favorite holiday. I mean, he just goes all out for Halloween, too, so... uh uh, he's got a heck of a paint job for the Martinsville car, and they're having a celebration of it here at R.J. Rockers downtown uh, on a Wednesday afternoon. So uh, I'll probably send you some pictures from that or come on down. I'm sure they'd be glad to have you since uh, anybody walking down West Main Street in Spartanburg can walk in there and uh, come to the party. So uh, you'd be a welcome well, addition. Show you the town. Well, I, I appreciate that. I got to head to Martinsville on Thursday, so I look forward to seeing the paint scheme then. You'll see it firsthand then. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we had a little bit of action uh, last week at uh, Las Vegas, and we've already been talking about it, and everybody's got an opinion. And, you know, uh, we'd love to hear what you think about it. I personally um, think that he got off pretty light, Bubba Wallace I'm talking about, and uh I guess uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. thinks he, if I read him right, maybe he's changed his mind after since what I read. But I thought he was saying that he he got uh, pretty much what he deserved. So, uh, what do you think? And, um, and and what was the feeling of the press? Well, I think he got what he deserved too. And I, you have to look at it this way: 
I know Kyle Petty thinks he should have gotten suspended for the rest of the year. Me too. But but think about this now. You being having your background in law enforcement, you know as well as I do that when you go into that courtroom, a first offender gets less than a second offender gets less than a third offender. So if you start out with the ultimate, you have nowhere to go. And I can't help but smile all these people that say, well, NASCAR needs to get get consistent. Well, my response to them is, have you ever gone and sat in a courtroom? Because there is absolutely no consistency in what gets handed out, whether it be district court or superior court, and particularly district court. Now, some states like North Carolina have a Fair Sentencing Act, but that still gives leeway of whether it's six months, a year, suspended, probation, monitoring, whatever. So what he did was extremely dangerous because that will kill a driver. And I know a lot of people have said, I even got a text from somebody who used to work in the sport and said, well, Dale Earnhardt used to wreck people all the time and never had to issue an apology or got penalized. Well, Dale Earnhardt was talented enough to where he could make it look like racing. He knew when to do it, and he never, ever turned a driver head on into the wall. Well, you know, Deb, I love you. I I can agree or disagree with a lot of your points there, and I do agree and and disagree with some of them. I I think not hitting the wall head on might have had a lot to do with luck, Uh, but anyway, the – the, the fact that he pushed the fish, he pushed an official. He left his car. He walked down the track, which you're not supposed to do. He didn't. He didn't go to the care center. I don't think right away or, or ride in the ambulance. He did eventually go there. Uh, I don't know how what he pushed the Larson like five times, and Larson just stood there and took it. You know, I, it looks like it, that wasn't addressed at all. I mean, when where. And you're right about the consistency part in a, in a courtroom, and I have been in a ton of courtrooms. Uh-huh. And uh, so, I mean, so why, if there's no consistency in the courtroom, why should we have it in NASCAR if that's the way you want to look at it? I mean, it's I, I say throw the book at him, and next time, uh, you know, throw the book at him even harder. But I don't think they'll well, be, maybe they wouldn't be in next time. I, I don't know. I, the the, the, the well, thing with the physical confrontation with two other people, uh, I'm not even sure that was addressed. Well, wait a minute now. Go back to Martinsville in the spring when Ty Gibbs confronted Sam Mayer on pit road. And they got in a fight. And a lot of people don't know it, but that NASCAR official that went in there to break up that fight got his leg broken. Mm-hmm. And he was out of work for a lot of weeks. And they didn't suspend Ty Gibbs. Well, it was also after the race on the pit road, not during the race in the first turn. Yeah, so. But still, he got injured a lot more than somebody getting shoved. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, but he was, uh, he was like, uh, collateral damage. I mean, he was there trying to break the thing up or, or I guess he was trying to break it up. I know what you're talking about and I can see it in my mind's eye that he, uh, mm-hmm. uh, or, or maybe he was just standing too close. I don't know. Whatever it was. No, he was trying to break it up. Okay, he was trying to break it up. That's what I figured. And he, uh, yeah, uh, he got hurt in the process. This this official, uh, in uh, on la- last Sunday, I mean, he 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 was trying to get somebody's attention. 
I think he was trying to hold him up a little bit, not knowing what was going to happen instead of going into a fight already underway. Allen's over here dying to say something. Well, the promoter at, Cher- <laughs> the promoter at Cherokee Speedway, he tells the police over there, he says the fight breaks out on the front straightaway. Let them fight for about 10 minutes, then walk down there because one of them's wanting to get out of it anyway. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true, yeah. Yeah, and don't uh, fight on the back stretch. Fight on the front straight away. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I know, you know, I know how my temper is. And it's like, I, you know, I've, I've always said I would never condemn a driver for doing something I, I know I would have done and possibly done in the same situation. There's no telling what I would have done, but I know I probably would have lost my temper. And he, what he did was wrong, but it's one of those deals where um, you you do something. It's kind of like when you go out partying late at night, and it seemed like a really good idea at the time, but then when you're making love to the commode the next morning, it wasn't as great <laughs> idea as you thought it was. That's never happened to you, I can tell. No, <laughs> but I've had to hold a lot of people's heads and, and get a lot of people home. Well, good for you. Um, particularly my freshman, my roommate, my freshman year in college. But um, it's a situation where it's going to have a lot of ramifications on him down the road. Yes, it will. And not only from sponsors, but uh, there is no doubt in my mind, I covered Michael Jordan when he played college basketball at UNC, and he will not tolerate this type of behavior. And... I'm sure that he got dressed down by Michael Jordan this past week. And, um, you know, it. what I find interesting, and I'm looking at the, the time and they're having practice right now, John Hunter Nemechek was furious at not getting the ride when Kurt Busch had to sit out at Pocono. He was highly upset. Ty Gibbs went in there, and now with everything that's worked out with Kyle Busch and him going to RCR, and it looks like Ty Gibbs will go in the 18. Well, now they've put John Hunter Nemechek in Bubba's car this weekend. And he has led practice at Homestead. So if things work out there with Tyler Reddick going over to 2311 a year early, and if if Hunter if John Hunter ends up going with 2311, he's not going to be in a situation where the family always comes first as it does at JGR. So it's amazing. It's like my mother always said: everything happens for a reason. You may not understand what it was at that time you may understand later uh, you may never understand but everything happens for a reason so i find it quite interesting that that john hunter has led practice at homestead and you know what um i think i even mentioned this to you a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about fatalities and you said you had some uh acquaintances in the press i guess that had never been to a race where there was a a fatality and i told you that my I was at Homestead when John Hunter Nemechek's father got killed. In the no, it was John Hunter Nemechek's uncle. Uncle. Okay. All right. Yeah, Joe Nemechek is his father. Okay. Well, I had that yeah. off a little bit. I, anyway, 
uh, it's 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 appropriate that he's uh, he's doing good down there. I, I like that. I've always liked the Nemechek family. I like. I remember one time. You remember that time at Charlotte that uh, Harvick and Nemechek got into it in the first turn and uh, um, after some crash and I, I I had heard that Harvick was this great wrestler at one time uh, in college or high school or wherever it was and uh, but I would have put my money on Joe at the time uh, front row Joe as he was called back in those days but yeah I, I think another thing that 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 um, magnifies this is all the attention lately on concussions. And, oh yeah, uh, and uh, to intentionally, which I think it was intentional. Don't give me that staring business. To intentionally I'm sorry, cause it a, was intentional. Yeah, well, and and to do something like that, I know it was spur of the moment. I mean, you're talking about a split second reaction to do something and not have time to 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 give it, you know, more thought. Uh, right. I mean, we're talking nanoseconds here that he had to react. Uh, mm-hmm. but even, uh, you know, it, it makes it look even worse with this, all the concussion and, uh, Alex Bowman being out now and Kurt Busch retiring and all that stuff. It's, uh, made it look worse than well, it. Well, now, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh-oh. You can't say Uh-oh. Kurt Busch retired. Well, I, you know what I mean. I, I, I'm going by exactly, um, what I think is going to happen. Was, he was not going to drive a full schedule. Right. Well, okay. But anyway, the, that's the, the point is that uh concussions have been at the forefront and and this was a bad time to do what he did alan yeah but i told perry a little bit earlier it took out the 20 car of joe gibbs now joe gibbs is looking at denny hamlin like you need to control your driver the only thing i seen wrong with it it didn't take the 11 out too (laughs) 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 then then he would have then he would have been ill and the car owner would have been ill (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm just, yeah, and I did hear that he had apologized to Christopher Bell, but that doesn't help if no, he doesn't get into I, the championship four. Yes. Um, it's like my ex-fiance, I always thought he could say, I'm sorry, and everything was fine. And uh, That's how you get to be an ex-fiance, right? Yeah, <laughs> one of many reasons. <laughs> okay. But, um, uh, but what I was going to say was that he, um, I'm just glad that NASCAR showed the guts to suspending. And the reason I say that is because there was a 20-year time span there when I look at competition as the dog and marketing as the tail on the dog. And there was a 20-year span there when the tail was wagging the dog. And when we would question the person who was running NASCAR at that time about why they wouldn't suspend drivers, the reason was because of their sponsor. Mm-hmm. So for NASCAR to come back to the way it used to be before that 20-year period, I'm very, I was very happy that they had the guts to stand up and say, you're out of here for one race. Yeah. Uh, Deb, uh, but before, I, I want to touch on something else, but before that, let's get the point standings uh uh, taken care of here uh, after uh, Las Vegas. Alan, you're still out front with 39 points. I've got 37. Deb's got 30. Lanny's got 28. Jada's got 26. Greg's got 25. And Ronnie, who's not with us this morning, uh, I'm sure he may be listening, is uh, he has 19 bringing up the rear. 
Let's uh, go ahead and do our picks. And uh, we are at Homestead where uh, uh, I wish they still ended the season, but that's neither here nor there. Deb, uh, you go ahead and go first. Uh, I've been doing a toss-up back and forth for two days over the the 19 and the 8. And I think I'm going to go with the 8. That's a, good pick. that's a good pick. Uh, I'll go with the 9. So I got you by one. Alan, what do you think? I'm going to go with the five car. I think he's going to come back. I think you might be right. Uh, I need to catch you. I wish you'd just back up a little bit. <laughs> Let's give uh, Lanny, if you'll uh, text me yours in, I'm pretty sure I know who it'll be. And we know Jada will take uh, Hamlin. And uh, Greg's out there wandering around in the hallway. I'm pretty sure he'll take Logano, but we'll ask him. Okay. And uh, uh, Ronnie, Ronnie uh, give him the 19. Okay. We'll That's give him Truex. That's how many points he's got. He's got 19 points, so it's sort of accurate there on two different levels. Okay. So, Deb, the other question I wanted to ask you, I see that, um, or not ask you a question, but just discuss with you, is the fact that on Thursday, uh, Cole Custer will have his uh, hearing with NASCAR about the blocking at the Roval. Um, what do you think about that? What do you think might happen? Well, they've been about, that. it seems like the appeals panel's been about as unpredictable this year as the racing has been. Uh, I could see them possibly reducing the penalty. Okay. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, when I heard, I was listening to the radio communications on the scanner, and as soon as I heard it, the immediate thing that came to my mind was shades of richmond and michael walter bracing again yep so i think we'll just have to wait and see but it'll be definitely interesting to see how that comes out on thursday yeah well uh just got a text from um ronnie Ronnie, who was listening and he says he doesn't want uh truex he'll take uh chastain so gave him that's a good pick ross chastain oh what do you think about uh, the 18 deal, Deb? That boy drove his tail off all day long, spun the car out, come in. They had pit stop. His crew members get four races. And a matter of fact, they get one race that their driver's not even going to be there, which is not the driver's fault that leaves the tire loose to start with. Well, you know, it's... Um I know why they're doing it, and I go back to, initially, NASCAR never wanted to get involved with that before this year, and they, what happened was, the drivers were coming in for that final pit stop, and in order to get their driver off pit road first, the crew sometimes weren't even putting all five lug nuts on, they were putting three on and so the drivers went to NASCAR and said, look, you're going to have to step in and regulate this because we don't like going out there not knowing if there's five lug nuts on the car, only three lug nuts on the car, if it's a 10-lap dash. That's when NASCAR stepped in. So I look at it as the old adage of be careful what you wish for for you might get it. Yep. yep. Well, Deb. We're going to have to let you go. Uh, Alan's over here saying, uh, 
I don't have much. Let her talk. So uh, <laughs> we gave you <laughs> we, we gave you a little bit of extra time. And dirt, uh, dirt racing's winding down. When when high school football starts up on Friday night, most of our racetracks they kind of start shutting down. Plus, it's a little cool at night. So uh, our 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 regular season's come to an end as far as dirt racing. Well, let me say the modified race. Yeah, that's true. The modified race Thursday night at Martinsville Speedway is the season finale for that series, and Ryan Newman is scheduled to drive in that race. Yep. And, and I've seen Also on Thursday, you mentioned the appeals hearing, but David Gilliland Racing is having a press conference, and it's probably when it will become official that David Gilliland Racing is switching from to Toyota uh, to t- take up the slack of KBM leaving, Kyle Busch Motorsports leaving Toyota. So David, that would make David Gilliland race in the feeder program for Toyota, so to speak. And, you know, that hadn't crossed my mind that, uh, that Kyle Busch was leaving Toyota, so he'd probably have to change uh, brands of his, his own team. I didn't that, and I also seen the wing sprint cars down in Florida, and I seen a name. It was Casey Kane. So Casey Kane's back driving a sprint car. Well, he's been driving a sprint car ever since he left. Um, he was actually when they have the World Finals over here at uh, of the World Outlaws, the World Finals, which is actually the first weekend in November at the dirt track at Charlotte Motor Speedway. He's usually over there driving in it, or at least over there with his team. So, yeah, he's been driving dirt ever since he left those shorter races. Deb, we got to let you go. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, you, you, it's it's great to have you on the show. I say that every week, but it's also I think fun to agree to disagree about some things. So we're not. I'm not always saying <laughs> yeah. you're right, Deb. So uh, anyway, but you usually are, Deb. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk to you next week from Martinsville. Okay, sounds, oh yeah, I'll be there, and gee, wouldn't it be a dull world if we all were agreed? I agree. Yes. Well, whatever you say, Dave, fine pull, with me. We all pull for that's the why, same driver. Yeah, yeah they make, that's why they make chocolate and vanilla ice cream, as my yeah. mother always said. That's right, or you can, you can mix them and have uh, a that, ripple. Yeah. that tastes good, too. Hey, Deb, thank that's you right. so much, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. If you can't come on at 11, let me know, and we'll put you whenever you can make it. Okay. I'm not 11, I'll, 10, 20. Yeah, I look at the. I haven't received the media schedule. I won't get it until after this weekend. All right. Thank you, Deb. And, Thank um, you. Have talk, a great weekend. You too. Talk to you next week. Who is she, Alan? Smartest lady I know. Smartest lady I know too. And uh, um, you gave her extra six minutes of your time. So let's get our breaks out of the way real quick and come back and hear what did happen on the dirt tracks. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Ricky's Drive-In West and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway are your go-to stops for chili dogs, cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive-thru. Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive-thru special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Drive-In West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive-thru is open. If you're riding around in your car listening to a game and your car radio sounds like this and you want it to sound like this There's the pass to Leitner Puts it up 
then you need to visit Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Elite Audio sells and installs premium audio systems for your vehicle. Car stereo speakers, DVD players, navigation systems, and so much more. So stop riding around listening to busted speakers and subpar audio quality and visit Elite Audio today online at EliteAudioOnline.com. Elite Audio, 1504 Asheville Highway. You dream it, we build it. Do you have any old camera gear laying around that you are not using or do not want? Downsize and sell it for cash this November 3rd, 4th, and 5th at Spartan Photo Center. Every year, Spartan Photo Center hosts this event where buyers will make you a cash offer on new or antique camera gear. Great deals if you're buying new gear, too. One weekend only, though, at Spartan Photo Center, 108 Garner Road in Spartanburg. You can call Spartan Photo Center with any questions, 864-583-6835. Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. From tuition and books to room and board, college can get expensive. But if you serve in the U.S. Army, you can earn your tuition and get a degree without student debt. Plus, soldiers can earn up to $50,000 in bonuses and other valuable benefits, like real-world experience and training for whatever lies ahead. To find out more, go to GoArmy.com. Call your local recruiting station at 864-576-2805 or visit in person at the Westgate Mall next to the food court. Paid for by the U.S. Army. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Pranex on Highway 9 in Bowling Springs is your one-stop shop for all your business branding needs. Whether you need logos, business cards, brochures, or banners, Pranex is the place to look. Pranex offers a large variety of professional printing for your business and everyday needs. Need invitations for special events? Call Pranex and get them done right. Copies? A notary? Or need to send a fax? Yep, Pranex does that too. Pranex, 2510 Bowling Springs Road, Site B, providing quality customer service for whatever you need. Call them today, 599-7000. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting Spartan-Waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time, every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community, where they work and live, clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. It's a beautiful day for the beach, or an afternoon hike, or perfecting your three-pointer at the park. Where you're spending your day may be up for debate, but stopping for an icy treat at McDonald's is not. Now try new Frozen Coke and Frozen Fanta Wild Cherry or Blue Raspberry. Get any size for just $1.69. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices of participation may vary. Limited time only cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Coca-Cola and Fanta are registered trademarks of the Coca-Cola Company. 
welcome back to Start Your Engines. Alan, what can you tell us in eight minutes and 30 seconds? All right. We're going to start off with Travelers Rest Speedway. Last week, they had the big classic over there. They had two big divisions over there. They had the front-wheel drives, a big 100-lap race over there. And the winner come up to be Newman Presnell, name I've been calling out very regular here on the show. He led all 100 laps to pick up the win. And now for the Thunder Bomber Classic. It went to Luke Doggett. Was declared winner after a long night of pulling cars down and <laughs> declaring some legal and some illegal. And uh, people says, well, you, I don't think you could throw me out for that. Uh, one car that won the race, he had tire, tire pressure sensors on his cars. Can't do that? No, you can't do that. Why? Yeah, you can't regulate that tire pressure for, uh, you know, these tires, they'll... He know, was we, probably we, sending that back to his shop for the engineers. No, no. you just, uh, they make these cores that uh, once they reach uh, 12, 15 pounds of air pressure, mm-hmm. uh, they'll release what tire to take, keeps, oh, the tire from, keeps, keeps the tire from growing, Perry. Pop-off valve. Pop-off valve. Like, a, like exactly a right. And uh, uh, that's a no-no in the Thunder Bomber division. So, well, now uh, that you explain it that way, I agree. And uh, Luke Doggett, I'd like to congratulate him on the big win, uh, showed a picture of his car in victory lane. Actually had the crankshaft laying on the deck lid alongside the trophies. So uh, <laughs> when you got to pull the, even though Travers Rest has got eleven thirty curfew, that does not mean that you got to leave the racetrack at eleven thirty. It means you're gonna be able to stay there all night just pulling the cars down and, and do pulling crankshafts out. Do many fans stick around? Oh yes. Oh, yes. It, it kind of gets a little rowdy, too. But they have to stay up in the stands, don't no, they? No. Uh, they come crowd no, around. Uh, did you watch the Tennessee-Alabama game last week? Yes, I did. Well, did the fans stay in the stands? Uh, well, no. was a little bit <laughs> well, different, but... Uh, listen, after that race... You know, they threw the goalpost in the river. Yes. <laughs> you know, after that race, after after these races, these guys, it, it maintains these gates. All they worry about is one thing. Give me my money and let me go. And the gates are still left wide open, so you can you can come off down into the pit area and do whatever you want to. So, uh, but I like to congratulate Luke Doggett on a big win. Uh, that's uh, that's a one time uh, deal every year that Travers Rest Speedway puts on over there, and it's a big deal. Also, uh, as far as today, uh, Cherokee Speedway's been off; hadn't been too much racing going on over there, but. Uh, He's been doing a lot of improvements. You know, Tony mm-hmm. Adair comes yep. on this show regular. Uh, he's put all new clay on the racetrack and uh, got some of the lighting fixed around. He got a guy to come over there with a big bucket truck so that you can get up in there, uh, like to stay there at night, kind of adjusted lights to take dark spots out of the racetrack and stuff. Well, if he's got something so, to say, you feel free to get him on. So uh, today, uh, Gates is going to open up over there. Pit gates is going to open up at 2 p.m. today. The stands is going to open up at 3 p.m. Hot laps is going to start at about 6, 6.15. So uh, they got the ultimate late models coming back. Uh, going to pay them boys $10,000 to win. Also got the Sharp Mini late models, $1,200. Crate Sportsman, 1000 Thunder Bombers, 800 Pure Stock, 800 And the Pro 4 Division, $1,000. So, uh... Get on over there, support Tony Adair and Cherokee Speedway. The boy has spent a ton of money over there getting this place fixed up, getting ready for some more good racing coming up. Uh, this is what they call the fall brawl over there. This is kind of a deal where you're going to take uh, about one more 
or two more weeks off, then he's going to have the big blue-gray classic over there. That's whenever they bring all the super late malls in. Everybody knows it's the super late mall divisions, the Lucas Oil, the World of Outlaws, all them boys are starting to slow down a little bit. So, uh, you know, whenever they have this blue-gray classic, you have a lot of these boys that's not racing will come back mm-hmm. in there and uh, show up because they're not uh, they're not controlled by their contract to Lucas Oil or the World of Outlaws. Mm-hmm. So uh, they are free to go wherever they want to. Uh, a little bit of sad news. You may have known it. Uh, Steve Heinz, Heinz Motorsports no. up in Charlotte. Uh, he uh, passed away uh, this past week. Uh, he had complications from a bad heart, massive heart attack he had back in October the 8th. And uh, he supplied the parts trailer up at Carolina Speedway. Uh, these parts trailer, these guys, they give up every, you know, Friday night and Saturday nights to make sure that us racers can run mm-hmm. buy parts and stuff like that so we can at least get our car out there on the racetrack he, he uh he had stores in statesville and charlotte my brother knew him well uh i matter of fact uh you know you don't when you're buying racing parts you don't go up here to your local store and buy them up here because they let everybody they let all your competitors kind of pretty much know what you're running so uh i'd make i'd make trips all the way up to statesville up there and buy parts from him up there he had a good well, he had the when it, when, whenever you drove up there, you went in behind the big house. Here was a little block building, had a little bit, you know, the old pane windows yeah, and yeah. stuff up in them and stuff. And you look and you like, what am I going into? But when you opened the door, it was like walking into Mosley Distributors down <laughs> on Hard Street. Boy, it was just slam packed to the walls with racing stuff. And the first time I walked in there and I looked around, I said, I didn't bring enough money with me. <laughs> and that, that no, had to be a bad loss. No yeah, credit. And, and uh, he looked at me and he said, I know your brother. He said, you good for it. Oh, there you <laughs> but, go. Uh, but we went up there racing at, at Carolina Speedway. One time, they invited us to come on up there from Gaffney, and we was running a limited sportsman. And we went up there, and Danny got out there, and he took a liking to the racetrack, won the heat race, just going away. So they come up there and game on the back of a four-wheeler. And Jada licked me. She said, what's this about? I said, whatever it is, I don't think it's going to be good, honey. <laughs> but they took him down in front of the fans on the front straightaway. And he had they got a big fuzzy dice. And he rolled that big fuzzy dice. And it rolled a five. Well, guess what? They inverted the first five cars for the main event. Mm. That meant we went back to fifth. Fifth went to first. And we just swapped positions around. But, uh. They dropped a green flag, and Danny took the lead going up the back straightaway, and uh, he uh, went on and caution come out, coming to get the white flag. Well, he just pulls off the racetrack and comes up there and kind of parks it. Car's running just a little bit hotter than what he liked, and uh, Steve Heinz, he come right there. He said, what in the deal? And uh, I said, well, uh, Danny said, we win. That's gonna, probably going to pull us down, and we got to run Gaffney tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a difference, don't it? Makes a big difference. If you go to somebody else's racetrack and, uh, you know, you, I ain't going to say was, was we pretty much running for the points championship at Cherokee Speedway. We knew if we got tore down at, at Carolina that night that we were not going to be able to probably make the race at yeah. Cherokee. So uh, he said, well, we led everything but the white and the checkered flag. I said, yeah, we didn't get no money either. <laughs> 
Did yeah. you did but, you notice what I pulled out of my closet to wear this morning? Yeah, the twenty five T coat over there. Got my twenty five T hoodie on. Yep. That I I won at the barbecue eating contest down there on the on Morgan Square, but pre COVID. Yep. yep. That was uh. Maybe we might get that back this coming spring. I hope so. That was uh. Um, I might over the winter time. I might put these cars back together and uh, we could do it. We'd. Pull both cars up down there on Morgan Square. Well, there you go. Look, we're going to take a break. Come back, talk to Jeremy Clements. This is Start Your Engines. This is the place to be. Listen to Spartanburg Vikings football right here. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM. WSPG Spartanburg. We are what you need to know. We begin in the National Football League where ESPN reports that Houston Texans defensive end Jonathan Grenard is going on injured reserve after injuring his calf in practice this week and is expected to be out four to six weeks. In Game 3 of the National League Championship Series on Friday night, the Philadelphia Phillies defeated the San Diego Padres 4-2 for a two-games-to-one lead. Game 4 tonight from Philadelphia at 7.45 Eastern. Up first at 5.07 Eastern, Game 3 of the American League Championship Series as the New York Yankees host the Houston Astros with the Astros leading the series two games to none. In the NBA on Friday night, Nikola Jokic had a triple-double in Denver's 128-123 win at Golden State. Damian Lillard scored 41 as his Portland Trail Blazers beat the Phoenix Suns in overtime 113-111. I'm Isaac. A few years back when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Join Anthony Greer, Alex Smith, and myself weekday afternoons for Open Mic, Spartanburg's longest-running radio show. Whether it's high school athletics, Carolina or Clemson, USC Upstate, the Braves, we've got opinions and we want to hear from you. Open Mic, 3 until 6 p.m. on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, and of course the Fox Sports 1400 app. Tracing roots to 1832, Jenny is a leading financial services firm dedicated to putting client needs first. With nearly 200 years of experience, we are committed to providing the best in financial and investment advice to help clients reach their personal or business goals. When you are seeking a long-term relationship built on trust and experience, financial advisor Trent Lancaster, located in the Spartanburg office, can provide seasoned advice, guidance, and support through every stage of your life and finances. We invite you to speak with Trent to explore ways in which he can help you and your future generations in planning for your future. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. 
Have you been in a car or motorcycle wreck or an accident involving an 18-wheeler? Have you been injured in a workplace accident? If any of these things happen to you, you need to call the Carolina Law Group today. The Carolina Law Group isn't afraid of the big insurance companies, and they will fight for you. Call today to speak with an attorney for a free consultation. In Spartanburg and Greer, call 757-5555. And in Greenville, call 312-4444. The Carolina Law Group attorneys are your local injury lawyers with four convenient locations to serve you in Spartanburg, Greenville, and Greer. Visit them online today at thecarolinalawgroup.com. From tuition and books to room and board, college can get expensive. But if you serve in the U.S. Army, you can earn your tuition and get a degree without student debt. Plus, soldiers can earn up to $50,000 in bonuses and other valuable benefits, like real-world experience and training for whatever lies ahead. To find out more, go to GoArmy.com. Call your local recruiting station at 864-576-2805 or visit in person at the Westgate Mall next to the food court. Paid for by the U.S. Army. Live from the Fox Sports 1498-3 FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engines. Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Good morning and welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines. And it's my great pleasure to bring on the show a gentleman that you hear once a week on this radio show, on this radio station anyway, but we only get him two or three times a year. And that's Jeremy Clemens from down in Homestead, Florida. How you doing, Jeremy? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. How are y'all? We're doing real good and proud to have you on the show. We, uh, um, Like I said, we like to get you on about three times a year, twice anyway. And that was last time I know we were face-to-face for about a half an hour there in, uh, in that little bitty room in uh, Darlington. So uh, thanks for coming back on. Oh, man, I love coming on the show. And, yeah, we were in that little closet in the media room <laughs> at Darlington, so that was uh, – that was fun, but man, uh, excited to be here at Homestead today in the flying form concrete structures, air crane Chevy, and uh, we're ready to rip it. We didn't uh, we didn't get get her balanced right in practice. We had ten whole minutes to figure it out, but we, <laughs> we just didn't get the the platform right of the car, the splitter where it needed to be, and uh, just didn't have the the top end speed. But uh, I feel like we're really going to have a good car today on the long run. That's what you're going to need here. Have uh, have y'all y'all already qualified then? Yeah, we so it rained a little bit right before or during yeah right before practice, and then we had a 20 minute practice that got cut into 10, and then you immediately go straight into qualifying. So if you don't want to load right off the bat really good, you're kind of you're you're kind of out in left field. But uh, you know, Mark Stetzer sitting at home, and uh, we're, we're doing the best we can this weekend without him, and um, we've got. We've got some other things going, and and they're going to take time to get us better. But I, I definitely think uh, we're going to get better and better. But I'm looking forward to today. It's a tough track. Tire wear is big. 
you got to run uh, against the wall here and and not hit it. <laughs> That's a good idea there, not hitting it. Yeah, but you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of guys bounce into it for sure, and you just you got to keep the quarter panel straight off the tires and and uh, be able to have good long run speed here somehow. Well, what did where did you qualify, Jeremy? Uh, twenty sixth, I think, and that's that's terrible. But <laughs> we didn't, uh, like I said, we didn't just we just didn't have the splitter right, and uh, just way too tight in the center and splitter up in the air. And but we'll be fine. We're gonna we're gonna make some. We we get to adjust some packer uh, in and out of it, so we're gonna be good. Yeah, Jeremy uh, Perry lived down there in. Uh... <clears throat> Florida, South Florida for a long time, and he actually saw that racetrack go through an evolution uh, where they changed it a bunch. I personally have never been down there or ever run a car, but is that place like a little bit different than any of the other places? Can you compare it to another racetrack? Or, uh, it just seems like Homestead has always been kind of a horse of a different color or just uh, unique. Oh, man, yeah, it's totally different. This place is... Uh a mile and a half but it's unlike any mile and a half we go to and got two totally different corners you got progressive banking tracks really wore out and you've got to be able to search for grip the whole run during while you're out there for the, the each tire run and they just go away so quickly i mean the times will lose seconds during a uh, a tire run and you got to be able to manage that figure out how to run them, like I said, without hitting the wall, get close up to the wall, find the grip you need, and um, have good long run speed. And then, man, if we could save uh, a set of tires at the end and, you know, other guys use all theirs, it's only a five-step race. We start on one, so you basically have four during the 300-mile race to use. And if we could figure out a way to save a set at the end, and like I said, other guys burn all theirs up, we would blow through them and, and win the race. And that's that's going to be my goal today. Well, that sounds great. I, I was g- going to mention what Greg just said, and I, this isn't about me, it's about you. But, um, yeah, I was down there. When I first got to Miami in 88, I said, you know, this is a great place, but what they really need is Major League Baseball. Boom, we got the Marlins. And then I said, you know, that's even better. We could really use a speedway. Boom, and they built <laughs> they built Homestead Miami. And, you know, it was originally – shaped like Indianapolis with a little short straightaway. It was a mile and a half, many Indianapolis. And they had so many wrecks tearing up cars trying to negotiate that thing that they redid it like an oval, but it had almost no banking whatsoever. And uh, so now the third configuration is the one you're racing on. And uh, that's actually the only one I never got to see personally. Wow. Yeah, it's been through a lot of transitions, as you said. And this one's been here a while now. And uh, it's a good track. And it's a lot of fun for a driver because the tires go away and you, you got to search for grip and you're in and out of the gas and trying. It's kind of like driving a dirt track. And that's what makes it fun to me for sure. You guys know I came from dirt. So, that's right. Uh, I love it, man. And I'm looking forward to it when we get to race here once a year. Last time we raced here, we got a top 10 last year in February of last year. I had to look that back up because I couldn't remember when, when we raced here last. It's been so long, but. Uh, we used to end the season here, and and now uh, we don't, obviously. We ended at Phoenix in a couple of weeks. Well, see, I was going to get to that because that's another one of my pet peeves. I was so disappointed, and I even told Mike Helton this on the air. Uh, we have him on twice a year, and um, that I was so disappointed when they moved it from Miami 
or Homestead to uh, to Phoenix. I mean, Miami is such an international city, and uh, they've even got their own Formula One race now. But, I mean, Miami is just a great place to finish the season, and everybody used to tell me, a lot of the crews and drivers, they'd go down to the Keys and go fishing or go down to Key yeah. West and just crawl up on a bar stool and hang out for a week. You know, it's uh, I just I couldn't see why they moved it from uh, from Miami. How, how did you feel about that? A lot closer to Spartanburg, too. Yeah, I feel I feel the way you feel. I really enjoyed ending the season here and then going to hang out in the Keys, going deep-sea fishing, drinking some frozen cocktails, and just enjoying the time off that you get right after. But I feel like, you know, we raced here a lot, a lot for the end of the year. I feel like every track, there should be like a pool. You pick a track, at, and you end that. Uh, every year and it should be a different track and i think we should mix it up and give each track their own uh race ending season finale yeah and then once you do that you start over i i don't know it's just my opinion we all have our own opinions but i love being here at, in miami it's this is a an awesome city for sure yeah we've been eating some good food and uh like you said it's uh it's a great place to be you ever been to joe's stone crabs I don't think I have, but I love some stone crabs. Oh, Joe Stone Crabs. I mean, that's you. Oh, South Beach. Check it out. Uh, they I'm let you in. Uh, people left. like me got to get there like 4 o'clock in the afternoon and start waiting in line for two hours. You uh, you uh, carry your helmet, and they'll probably let you right in. Yeah. <laughs> I might try, I have to try that. that Joe Stone Crabs. I mean, every, uh, mention it one time, and everybody will tell you where it is. Let me ask you now. You mentioned Mark Setzer being around, and I was going to get to this eventually. What kind of? show would it be if i didn't talk about the news but exactly what happened i mean i understand y'all aren't gonna um you got another fine uh another penalty and of course i don't think you're even going to try to beat the rap on this one where you had every opportunity to to be right last time and i thank god you got in the in the playoffs for by by appealing it but what happened this time it sounded to me like just a little minor thing maybe on the the back They used to call it the TV panel. I don't know what they call it now, but it was like something on the very back of the the bodywork, right? Yeah, that's correct. Unfortunately, you know, we get our bodies worked secondhand source. Uh, We've got about three different people we use. The 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 person we that fixed this body after one of the races, uh, Darlington or Texas, I don't even remember right off, but. I uh, used some epoxy on the on the rear quarter that meets the tail, and uh, you're definitely not supposed to do that. Uh, we all know that, and we didn't see it, unfortunately. And, you know, when you're just a small team, four people trying to get these cars race ready as best you can week in, week out, traveling all over the country, uh, it just got messed, uh, you know, and that sucks. Uh, obviously, we had to talk with our guys, and we're, going to try to do uh obviously what we we don't we can't do that so we're going to do better to to look for those details and tell our body people that don't touch the bodies just put put them on as is and that's that's if they're obviously we try to get the most out of our equipment so if you if you can fix the piece legally yes do that but if you can't we will replace it and you know unfortunately that got missed so that's all it was, it, and we didn't. We had to fix the tailpiece uh, during tech. We had to replace it, and uh, just just uh, misfortunate that 
we didn't see it at the shop before we brought it to the racetrack. Uh, it really sucks, and it's a big fine, but uh, we're moving on, and that's it. So, you know, uh, Jeremy, th- to me, that's like fixing uh, with these bodies now. To me, if you if you repair it, it's a small spot. Uh, why would they care if you use epoxy? I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it, it, you could always, we used to take, literally make a Daytona car with Bondo. But uh, that seems to me like something they ought to look at a little bit different. As long as it's in the same placement, using a little epoxy or something doesn't seem to make that much difference. Is just an easier way of fixing something, and maybe they need to reconsider that. Because I, I don't think that's, uh, I think that's a good way of, of fixing something like along that line. But uh, we know NASCAR. I mean, they've they, they, they gotten pretty picky here the past few years. But, uh, but yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, with these composite bodies, they have patterns on different parts of the body there's patterns there they put a straight edge there and if the straight edge doesn't not straight it's it's illegal so it's pretty cut and dry but um the rules are the rules and unfortunately we we miss that on our end so there's no excuse now um for the race uh later on today and it's at 4 30 on usa um is uh your dad gonna call the shots and play some mark setzer yeah, he sure is. So we're gonna we're gonna go back to that and give it a try for a race and uh, make the most of it. But like I said, I feel like we got a pretty good fine form concrete structure Chevy, and uh, hopefully she'll be as fast as the internet as always, and we'll get up front. But I, it's a long race. There'll be I bet you'll see a lot of green flag race uh, running here, and um, you know we'll, we'll we're gonna make the most of it. I'm really looking forward to it, man. Can't wait for next weekend too. We got. A great week lined up. We're going to have the Fox Sports Spartanburg Spartan Way Chevy at RJ Rockers with the new uh, racing fuel beer out Wednesday evening, Wednesday afternoon to evening, 4 to 7. So you guys better come out and see us. And, uh, uh, that's going to be leading up into that Martinsville race, which uh, that Halloween theme car looks amazing. And I can't wait to, to, to show it to you guys. Well, I can't wait to see it, and uh, yeah, I'm picking up Greg at a little before three. We've already got a we've already got a plan, and uh, yeah, that's uh, I, and you know the first year I think we had you on the show. This is our end of our fifth year, and it might have even been the show that was before this one, uh, dropping the hammer. But um, somewhere along the line, we found out that your favorite holiday was Halloween, and uh, so it's <laughs> it's always appropriate for you to have a cool looking car for Halloween. I know last year. Uh, was pretty wild looking and i can't wait to see the one for this year it is barry i love halloween i really appreciate ryan delaney mark nelson mark mullen from spartan waste letting us do a halloween theme car for martinsville when they're on the car and man uh it's gonna be so much fun and i love martinsville it's a great racetrack we've been on the simulator doing some things to prepare for it and i think we're gonna have a really good car there and I, I just can't wait it's gonna be so much fun i'm going to you said i love halloween so tomorrow after home or after homestead today i'm going to 
Universal Studios tomorrow to go to Halloween Horror Nights because I got to get my fix for that scary <laughs> Halloween spooky stuff. So, uh, going to have some fun here this weekend too after the race. Hey, man, Universal Studios, you know, they pretty much, I can't say they pioneered it, but, you know, they, uh, they had the big ones back in the 30s with uh, Dracula and Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein and the Mummy and the Wolfman. That was all Universal. I mean, they, they were always at the forefront of trying to scare the, you know, what out of you. Well, that's why I love going to that place thing because they've got it figured out. I tell you that that's that's uh, that's one of my favorite things. We're going. My wife and I are going with another couple, and we we just love that kind of stuff. So uh, can't wait to to get there and have some fun. But today we gotta we gotta go to work and kick some ass. Yeah, and I appreciate so much you taking the time uh, um, to spend with us on the air, like you did at Darlington, and knowing that you have a race, and at least this one's at 4.30. I think Darlington was something like 2, so you had to move a little quicker. But uh, you got a little time to um, kill before the race starts, and I'm, I'm just tickled to death you chose uh start your engines and spend some of it with us. You know, last time you went to Florida, it turned out pretty good. You know what? I Somebody said that yesterday, and I didn't even – you know, we race every week, and it's, uh, it, it just gets lost. <laughs> I mean, you – you're just focused on the week ahead and uh yeah i didn't even realize that i was like wow that's a good point but hey don't doubt us today we could we could win again and i truly believe that even i don't care about where we qualified that's one lap not worried about it we got some good changes coming we've been up uh stimulating things since uh well it's not it's 11 about two hours ago we worked on it for an hour so it's uh, we've, we've already been doing a lot of work this morning to prepare for the race ahead today, and uh, that's why I was talking about earlier things things working ahead for JCR with simulation and, and different things that we've never gotten to use. We're starting to literally use now, and that's that's exciting for my team and I. But uh, I can't tell you guys how much I appreciate the sport. You know, you guys got us on board with uh, with the with the folks that that run Fox Sports. Ryan Delaney, Ryan Clary, and, and it's been a great partnership and friendship and really just looking forward to the future together and uh, appreciate everything you guys do for us and our team. Well, you know, we're so proud to, to, of Spartanburg and Spartanburg's history with Bud Moore and Alan Hill and the Pearsons and Jack Smith and his, you know, Cotton Owens, you know, Dick Brooks. I could go on and on about the history of Spartanburg, and y'all are keeping it alive with the Clements family. I don't want to say one more thing. Um and I've said this several times, but I want to say it while you're on the air with us. Uh, there is no measurement that is uh, possible that this doesn't add up to a great year for Clements Racing, Jeremy Clements Racing, and the success y'all have had making the playoffs with, you know, with the, the t- independent team that you've got and the uh, um, winning the contest at Darlington was fantastic for the best-looking car, which was a Bud Moore throwback car. Just fantastic, Jeremy. We're so proud of you. And we'd like to hear it uh, start your engines to say that we kind of loved you first because we've been around before you started carrying our colors on your car. And uh, we just appreciate all you do for us and the radio station and the city of Spartanburg. Yeah, the city of Spartanburg they, uh, appreciates Jeremy and the Clements and all what they do a ton, Jeremy. And, uh, I'm like you. Uh Halloween's always been one of my favorite holidays, and I love Martinsville. And I know you're gonna, you've been on that simulator, and you're going to run good today. But, uh, yeah, that Halloween deal in Martinsville, 
uh, that that might just fall right in place. And uh, I I agree, guys. That that really means a ton to me as well. And uh, having having you behind me has meant a lot, and it feels good. So thank you so much for that. And uh, the city of Spartanburg, obviously, that means a lot to me. We want to keep it rolling. Just so glad. You know, there's there's a lot of ups and downs in racing. It's like a roller coaster. Every week is just different. You got to manage it the best you can and keep keep fighting, pushing ahead, and making it the best as possible. And it can definitely be tough, but man, I mean, this year's been a lot of been some good ups. Obviously, at, like you said, Darlington winning the that contest, having a great run, and then bam, down with the top five ended the last turn, and yeah. uh, you know, the up at, at Daytona winning that race. And then bam, a down, getting the the fine, and uh, all that happened. And then bam, up again, winning the appeal. I mean, it can just it changes weekly. So uh, without you guys having our back, uh, we couldn't do this. So thank you so much for that, Jeremy. If if it was easy, everybody would do it. That's what makes it good. That's what makes it great. <laughs> that's right. I know that's right. All right, Jeremy. Thank you so much again, and uh, we'll see you uh, see you Wednesday in. Try to drink one of these. Uh, what you, what kind of beverage did you say that was? It's called uh, Fifty One Racing Fuel, and you guys got to come and try it out. It, it's pretty. Good. Obviously, I'm going to say it's good, but I'm not kidding you. It is very good. And RJ Rockers puts out some great beer, and we appreciate their partnership. I want to thank Carolina Driveline, Spartan Waste again, Fox Sports Spartanburg. They're the ones that made this happen to get that beer out and without them man it wouldn't be possible so thank you guys so much greg i think we better get jake or greg or uh hannah or somebody to drive us down there when we start sampling this uh 51 racing fuel i can assure you i will be sampling quite a bit of 51 (laughs) racing fuel. no doubt about it if you need one don't worry good luck jeremy we appreciate everything you do for us and good luck today we'll be watching Thank you, as always, and uh, have a great day. Thank you very much. That was a good interview with Jeremy Clemens. And, in a good uh, mood. You can, t- you can tell that he, he, you know, they've worked on some simulators. And they've done some stuff. they got confidence. And you can just tell, I think he's going to have a good run today. No doubt about it. And, uh, in other words, screw starting 25th. We'll get up there. Yeah, that's like <laughs> I say. It's like Buddy Baker said one time. It ain't where you start. It's where you arrive. Yeah. But he liked starting up front, and Bud didn't didn't care where he started. That, that's your dad said. Yeah. They don't write one damn word about where you started on Monday morning. It's where that's you right. finished. It's, it's where you arrived. All right, let's take a break, come back, and uh, figure out something to talk about for the last uh, half hour. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned, 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. 
You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. There's something special happening year-round in the city of Spartanburg, including a variety of seasonal events and festivals. Downtown Spartanburg offers several great options for retail shopping, as well as a great selection of restaurants and bars where you can have the fish and chips at Delaney's Irish Pub, you can try something off the new menu at RJ Rockers, or even catch a game with friends at Main Street Pub. If you're looking for something family-friendly, check out the Music Trail or the Sparkle City Mini Putt, which is always free to play. For more information on upcoming events, check out the city's Facebook page. The City of Spartanburg, always doing. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting spartan-waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time, every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community, where they work and live, clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel. Located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. And welcome back to Start Your Engines. Let's... Look at some of the results from last week. We've uh, talked about a lot of it already, but here's the nuts and bolts of it. Last, uh, well, let's go to Xfinity first. That was on Saturday when they ran the Alsco uniforms 302. And um, Josh Berry was the winner. Noah Craxton was second. Justin Allgaier third. Ty Gibbs fourth. Trevor Bain fifth. Austin Hill sixth. Sam Mayer seventh. Daniel Hemring, 8th, Brandon Jones, ninth, and Anthony Alfredo was 10th. The uh, uh, Jeremy Clement started 14th and finished 15th. Did you get the impression from what he was saying when they were talking about when NASCAR found? With the, did you get the impression it was before the race and they made him fix it and then and race? And they, and they still find him. Okay. Because you, uh, they caught it there. Yeah. All right. But, uh, Josh Berry, that moves him on to the. What is it, Final Four? The Final Four, and we got uh, the point standings right here. Noah Craxon is um, 
leading the points. He's got a 19-point lead over Ty Gibbs. Third is Justin Allgaier. Fourth, Josh Berry. Jumped right up there. Fifth, Austin Hill. Sixth, A.J. Allmendinger. Seventh, Brandon Jones. Uh, eighth, Sam Mayer. Ninth, Daniel Hemrick. Tenth, Riley Herps. He's tied with Ryan Sieg. And twelfth uh, is Jeremy Clemens. I'm not sure if this reflects the 40 points they lost. But that was that was owner points, right, instead of driver points? I have or, no idea. Okay. I don't either. He is... Uh, Anyway, with Herbst and Sieg tied for 10th, Jeremy is um, 31 points behind those two. You know, he was saying at one time he could theoretically finish fifth. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's going to happen anymore. But Dad Gummond, he could win three more races, and that would look real good. So uh, their next race is at 4.30 this afternoon in the Contender Boats 300. And that will be, uh, like I said, at 4.30 this afternoon on USA. You know anything about contender boats? Uh, make a pretty boat. Matter of <laughs> fact, uh, I think uh, I think the, in the cup race tomorrow, the winner will actually get a free boat. Well, that's uh, about, about that's better than a, a, a cuckoo clock or yeah. a grandfather clock, whatever it is. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're moving right along here. Uh, they ran... The very, uh, I, I don't know if you'd call it controversial or not, it was uh, action-packed with a lot of uh, ramifications to it, and that was the South Point 400 last Sunday at Las Vegas. Joey Logano came out the winner. Ross Chastain was second. Kyle Busch third. Chase Briscoe fourth. Denny Hamlin fifth. Tyler Reddick sixth. Martin Truex seventh. Eric Jones eighth. A.J. Allmendinger ninth. And Austin Dillon was tenth. Of course, we have talked about it. Ad nauseum. Well, not really, because it's an interesting thing with uh, Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson and uh, Christopher Bell. Well, uh, I picked 18 last week, and uh, my brother, he texted me. He said, who'd you pick for today? And I said, 18. He says, is that who I see sliding through the grass right now? <laughs> I said, mm, yeah. But uh, he did make a good comeback and got all the way back up there to third and uh, drove a good race. And like I say, the last pit stop there, left the tire loose, but He'll come on back, and but uh, I don't think your man showed up to the race, did he? He was dreadful. <laughs> I mean, he was. You terrible. wanted something to talk about, so I'm going to give you something to talk about. Well, I, that's uh, that ain't much to talk about. I, I got left at the post just about. He ne- he never got out of twentieth place the whole race. Yep, never did get out of twentieth. I don't know what that. I bet you the, that car that car probably went to the salvage yard this past. You reckon? Yeah. Well, he's uh, he's third in the standings, and I was going to do that right now. He's uh, Logano's leading the point standings. Got a 21-point lead over Chastain. Uh, Chase Elliott is 22 points back in third. Denny Hamlin's fourth. William Byron fifth. Chase Briscoe sixth. Ryan Delaney seventh. And Christopher Bell is eighth. And those are the four. I mean, excuse me. Those are the eight in this final eight that uh, the middle race of this segment is today at homestead then they'll run uh martinsville next week and then they'll go the final four to phoenix and with the 22 winning that means he automatically goes to the final four so that leaves only three spots left and if you have some different winners there you might have one car that's going to try to get in on points yep yep and uh yeah there's all sorts of different ways you could figure this thing what, yep. what if logano wins another one but so you know it's uh there's a lot of things that can decide this you know i wasn't for it but once they've, uh, once you get used to it, you know, I've got to get my head out of the 60s and 70s and, and, and 
stay up with what's going on now, and it's uh, it seems to be working. It it's not just like uh, you know, looking back, there's been some good point races. I think one time Waltrip snatched it from Bobby Allison one time back in the it might have been the late eighties or something, and uh, of course there was that great race at Atlanta in '92, yep. which was Richard Petty's last race, and Cole Wiki won the championship because. I mean, I think he like led a lap over uh, um, that that gave him the championship over who I can't remember who it was now. It seemed like it was a bunch of Fords up yeah. there. Cole Wiki and maybe Elliot. I think it was. Elliot was second. Then you had Davey. I guarantee you, Mike, your brother knows. Yep. Then you had Davey. He was in Davey. with, and he got in a bad crash. I think with Ernie Irvin in yes. the four car. Yes, and uh, kind of took his chances out. Yep, and Jeff Gordon's first race. Yep. So that was a that was a watershed moment, you know. And if I may add this, uh, I don't think Mike would mind. Uh, in fact, probably should get him to call in if he wants to. But he was telling me, he texted me this week about uh, he sort of had to go to school for McDonald's to uh, learn how to act, you know, because when Jimmy Spencer was driving uh, those uh, Junior Johnson cars for McDonald's, yes, and they won Daytona yep. and uh, the the July Fourth race, and he said, you know probably going to have to uh send a bubba back for some remedial work well, uh, jimmy spencer was kind of you know he, he he was a he was a different he, breed of whatever you want to say he'd poke you too yes he would <laughs> okay uh the next race for the cup will be speaking of booze it'll be the dixie vodka 400 at 2 30 tomorrow afternoon and that's on nbc the trucks they don't race uh this week uh wait a minute yeah, yeah, they do. They race today. Sorry, sorry about that, folks. Yeah, they race at one o'clock today on FS1 and the Baptist Healthcare 200. Uh, the point standings there, they haven't run in a few weeks. The point standings is Chandler Smith first, Zane Smith second, Ben Rhodes, last year's champion, is third, Christian Eckes is fourth, Stuart Friesen fifth, John Hunter Nemechek, who looks like he's getting in demand a little bit here with uh, some of these drivers being uh, uh Put on the sideline for a week. Ty Majeski is seventh. Grant Ingfinger eighth. Matt Craft ninth. And Harson, Carson Hosevar is tenth. And again, the trucks do run today um, with the Baptist Healthcare 200. Guess who's back in the United States this week? Formula One. Formula One. Watched is a little it, bit of practice. Did you? Yes, I did. Formula One is uh, back with, uh, uh, the, I call it the U.S. Grand Prix dose second because uh they've already had one in miami this year max verstappen won this championship several weeks ago so they're racing for second more or less and uh there's only one point between sergio perez and charles leclerc so it is fairly close fourth is george russell fifth carlos Sainz. sixth is lewis hamilton that's as far as we'll go there but they are racing at uh coda circuit of the americas and that's in austin texas and that will be Tomorrow, and while we're at it, let's do the TV, and uh, I'll jump down to tomorrow so you know that that race is at 5 o'clock. The pre-race is at 2.30, to, from 2.30 to 3, called Countdown to Austin, and uh, it says here 5 o'clock to the checkered flag, and uh, I, I, I wonder if that's correct. Sometimes I don't write like the way they write this thing up. You better check your local listings, but... Uh, uh, they may be timing it so it doesn't conflict with the stock car race at Homestead. But anyway, today, uh, well, they've already had qualifying, so we won't have to talk about that. 
Uh, Jeremy is starting 25th today. The race is at 4.30 on USA. That's the Xfinity Series race. Formula One qualifying now is at five, uh, 5.55 today until 7 p.m. on uh, ESPN News if you want to see the Formula One qualifying. The race itself, as I said, it says here, and I'll read exactly what it says, live 2.30 to 3 p.m. countdown to Austin. And it says 5 p.m. live dash checkered flag. Um, you know, I don't, I'm just not sure if that really means it starts at 5 o'clock. But it is on, um, according to this, ESPN3. And I find that kind of hard to believe that it's not on uh, at least ESPN News or some other platform a little bit. Because ESPN3 is on the computer. I can't believe they're going to do that to the U.S. Grand Prix. So I don't think, I don't know if any of that's accurate right there. But the Cup will run at 2.30 tomorrow afternoon on NBC from Homestead. And uh, that has got us exactly back on schedule from Jeremy running a little long and Deb running a little long. And uh, now we get to come back and talk 20 minutes about whatever we want to, Alan and Greg, wherever he went. And uh, so let's take a break. This is our last one. We'll come back and talk about fishing, pumpkins, spiders, whatever you want, coyotes. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Get in the game. It's fall savings time, and your countdown to kickoff starts now at Greer Nissan. Tackle a brand new Nissan Sentra for a low $221 a month. Score big in a new Nissan Altima, now just $283 a month. Run away in a brand new 2023 Nissan Rogue, only $330 a month. Or low 1.9% financing is available at Greer Nissan. Get more for your trade. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Kick off your savings at Greer Nissan. Call 864-479-1197 for details. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube and Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, and Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Tracing roots to 1832, Janney is a leading financial services firm dedicated to putting client needs first. With nearly 200 years of experience, we are committed to providing the best in financial and investment advice to help clients reach their personal or business goals. When you are seeking a long-term relationship built on trust and experience, Financial Advisor Trent Lancaster, located in the Spartanburg office, can provide seasoned advice, guidance, and support through every stage of your life and finances. We invite you to speak with Trent to explore ways in which he can help you and your future generations in planning for your future. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. 
River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. Prenex on Highway 9 in Bowling Springs is your one-stop shop for all your business branding needs. Whether you need logos, business cards, brochures, or banners, Prenex is the place to look. Prenex offers a large variety of professional printing for your business and everyday needs. Need invitations for special events? Call Prenex and get them done right. Copies, a notary, or need to send a fax? Yep, Prenex does that too. Prenex, 2510 Bowling Springs Road, Site B, providing quality customer service for whatever you need. Call them today, 599-7000. The Country Meat Center in Woodruff is well known for our great cuts of beef, pork, and chicken. But we're so much more than just a great butcher shop. We also offer locally grown produce, delicious cakes and pies, a fully stocked deli with boar's head meats and cheeses, seafood brought in fresh from Charleston, as well as a great selection of wild game like bison, ostrich, and kangaroo for the adventurous home chef. We are locally owned and operated and will be happy to fill all your grocery needs. Shop local at the Country Meat Center, located at 10297 Highway 221, open 830 to 7, Monday through Saturday. Do you have any old camera gear laying around that you are not using or do not want? Downsize and sell it for cash this November 3rd, 4th, and 5th at Spartan Photo Center. Every year, Spartan Photo Center hosts this event where buyers will make you a cash offer on new or antique camera gear. Great deals if you're buying new gear, too. One weekend only, though, at Spartan Photo Center, 108 Garner Road in Spartburg. You can call Spartan Photo Center with any questions, 864-583-6835. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. It's a beautiful day for the beach, or an afternoon hike, or perfecting your three-pointer at the park. Where you're spending your day may be up for debate, but stopping for an icy treat at McDonald's is not. Now try new Frozen Coke and Frozen Fanta Wild Cherry or Blue Raspberry. Get any size for just $1.69. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices of participation may vary. Limited time only cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Coca-Cola and Fanta are registered trademarks of the Coca-Cola Company. Welcome back to Start Your Engine. Start me up, Liz. And that brings to mind that today is my 52nd high school reunion. Actually, it was supposed to be 50, but it got COVIDed out a couple of years ago. So we're having it today. Sort of informal uh, um, cocktail hour at uh, the Marriott. I asked uh, Liz, the lady I'm going with, I said, uh, which ma-? she said it's at the Marriott. She doesn't live here. She lives up in Nashville. And I said, which Marriott? She said, the one closest to the graveyard, to the mortuary, because we're so old. So I thought that was pretty appropriate. It's okay to laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is our final segment, and uh, we have covered all the TV and all the all the uh, results. So, uh, Alan, what you got for us? Just uh, tell us about your dog or the fishing or. What's going on with you, man? Uh, not too much. I just hope I got a house left whenever I get back home. He's uh, 
he's kind of spunctious a little bit. He's only a year old, so uh, he's uh, started, you know, I'm going to say tearing up stuff. But uh, What did you say you named him? Uh, his name was Rocket. Rocket was, is a good name. Kind, it's kind of a kind of a deal of a dog that was, uh, I ain't going to say, it was amongst a bunch of dogs or whatever. Yeah. And it, I ain't going to say a breeder dog or whatever, but uh, I think the lady did sell dogs at one time, and she's got sick now, and having to do with some dogs, this dog that was out there in the pen, and, you know. I, he looked a lot better after you got oh, him. Oh, yeah. He needs about four more baths. And, uh, <laughs> we give him about four more baths and get him a little, you know, more uh, training and stuff. But uh, I got him up in my lap yesterday, and uh, he kind of moved over to my desk and got up on top of my desk and just laid down there and was watching TV. I got a big TV right beside my desk and stuff. And uh, he just lays right there and watches TV just like uh, just like the best, I mean, the rest of us. And uh, <laughs> Something about uh, the deal with the news where Christian McCaffrey come on and with a helmet. Now, he, he started growling whenever they showed Christian McCaffrey coming out there with a helmet on. <laughs> he started he didn't like him helmets on him, boys. And uh, I said, okay, it's fine. It's fine. But that's fine. But uh, I just, like I say, uh, just hope he hadn't tore too much up whenever I get back home. And uh, it's a deal of, uh, I think... Uh, we need another dog. The dog needed us, so something, something just come up. It just worked out the right way. And it usually does, I think. I think in my whole life, uh, and we always had at least one dog. It's only recently we started having two when I got kids. So, uh, But um, it, it, it just adds so much to to the home. I mean, I, just, I couldn't imagine being without a dog for any length of time. It's just a... Uh, it's just a wonderful companion and they man get the, best friend they, exactly and they women's too and they get their uh you know they got personalities and uh, we got this we decorate a little bit for thanks uh, for halloween i don't know why because the kids the one when they come over they're all grown up but anyway we got this um stuffed dracula it's, it's not a life size he's about he's about five feet tall he's taller than my wife anyway dracula um He's stuffed, and we only bring him out once a year, and he sits over there on the couch. Well, Odie had never seen Dracula since last year, and he went up there, and he sniffed him, and he looked at him, and uh, climbed up there and put his head right in his lap, and uh, just loves Dracula. So, uh, anyway, Greg, I know you're a big you're a big dog man. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it, and uh, mine does the same thing. Of course, a dog that's around me and my wife, it usually does turn out pretty strange, but, but, but she'll sit there. Coco will sit there and watch the race and, and she'll, she'll get there and a dog food commercial or something come on and then she'll turn her head back around or whatever. And it's like, if, if that's the right dog food commercial, she's just, but if it ain't the right commercial, she might bark it a little bit. So they they know what's going on a little bit more, and I think we give them credit sometimes. Odie hates that beeping noise when a garbage truck backs up. Oh Lord! And about oh, and yeah. he sleeps on the bed with us, and uh, and if you move your legs under the cover and get anywhere near him, he starts growling. But about I guess it's on Wednesdays once a week anyway. The uh, um, the garbage comes. It must be four o'clock in the morning over at on West, Tuesdays. Oh, yeah. No, but this is Westminster Presbyterian Church. I guess it's just some private yeah. company they got. 
But he backs that garbage truck up, and that Odie just goes through the roof every time it happens and wakes up, wakes us up, and we got to go back to sleep, of course. But uh, he hates that backup beeping. He hates the doorbell. Phone ringing doesn't bother. He didn't like a doorbell on television. If somebody, if we're watching a movie and somebody rings the doorbell, he goes nuts. So uh, He don't like doorbells. He does not like doorbells. And, uh, you know, we, we got him at the shelter in Union because – you know, the last time when we got Brock and Mia, you go in there and you look at all the dogs in the cages and pick one out. Well, after COVID, which was when we lost Brock, um, you, you look at them out in the lobby online. You can't even go back there and look at them and let them lick you or see if, you know, they personality. Yeah. And, uh, that's your biggest, but all of them that they had in Spartanburg. And now we're talking three years ago this month was, uh, pit bulls. Those people were turning in pit bulls. I, I, you know, I'm not going to say anything about the popularity of different types of dogs. I personally like a nice, lovable cocker spaniel, which is what Odie is, and uh, and Mia and Brock were just big old mutts, or they turned into big old mutts. But uh, you know, I, pit bulls not my kind of dog. But anyway, that's what people were turning in. That's all they had. So we had to get Odie from Union, and he had been turned back in by a soldier, somebody that came back from. Uh, overseas that you know he had some mental problems and Odie likes to eat paper and he eats a lot and you leave uh he, not just any paper he likes money so don't leave your money laying around i got a little glass jar full of money he's chewed up nothing bigger than a five yet uh, <laughs> but we, we we've got that he hasn't chewed any money in a long time but well, he you loves, told him hunter though you might might no nothing with a, nothing with a zero yet but he likes uh, <laughs> he, he he doesn't like newspaper. He likes toilet paper and he likes uh, paper towels. Well, mine's done got one roll of toilet paper this morning. So my, I told my wife, I said he might be hinting. I need to go out. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's another thing. Both of my dogs. I mean, he'll tell you absolutely when he needs to go to the bathroom. He'll yeah. go outside. I mean, and he's never once since the day we brought him home gone to the bathroom in the house. But he'll let you know, and you better you better let him go. He's bad. He'll scratch on the door too, you know, to get out. So, uh, I mean, it, it's just great to communicate with him. I, I'm not a cat man. My daughter is. She's sort of married into a cat family, and she likes animals in general. But she's got two or three cats, I think. And, uh, um, but you know, I I never had anything. Well, actually, right now we got two dogs, three turtles, and four frogs. I still miss Duke. I love Aww. all your dogs. I love all of them. <laughs> I love all of them, but I remember when I was little and, and Perry and Smoke and them had, had Duke. We had a golf course in the backyard. Yeah, had a golf course in the backyard, and Perry and Brenny and the older guys or something had figured this thing out, and they, they would let me go up there and play. And we'd make nine holes. Anyway, but Duke was always out there refereeing, and Duke was this beautiful Welsh corgi. And, uh, but he'd been hit by a car, and they had to fuse his back legs together. So he, when he ran, and he could fly, but he hopped on his I back forgot legs. Him. Yeah, that's right. But he, he, Duke was cool. But, but this is in Greg's book, and I don't know if this is where he's going with this, with us. But when we play golf out there, we tee off in the next door neighbor's yard, and the the green and everything, and the scoreboard was in my backyard. And uh, but my mother, and this is this is back in the old days when you actually used the clothesline and stuff like that at my house. Mama just throw the scraps of, off the dinner table out in the backyard, and the birds, the dogs, everybody eat them. And you didn't 
you had to have your dog vaccinated, but there wasn't any, you know, he could go anywhere in the neighborhood. He followed me everywhere I went. But he, excuse me, he would bury biscuits in the yard off the dinner table. <coughs> and you'd be out there playing golf, and it's like playing in a minefield because you don't know where Duke had a biscuit buried. And if you got anywhere near it, he'd come up and bite you right in the rear end. <laughs> and I think everybody got bit but Greg. Well, I was the littlest one. I guess he showed pity on the baby. I guess he did because he didn't show pity on anybody else. But that it was, it was like you didn't know where you didn't know where the biscuits were. But he well, wasn't he wasn't bite hard. He he just wanted to let you know you're near his biscuit. Yeah. Well, Greg, I remember Bud telling us a story about the dog y'all had. He said he'd get gone for three or four days and stuff like it, and he'd come back all tore up and stuff like it, and it would. Your mother would say, oh, that dog, we need to do something with him. He said, don't worry, I'm fixing to do something with him. Took him down to the vet, and they walked in, said the vet looked at him, said he'll be gone one more time for about three days. <laughs> and uh, Bud said, why? He said, he's going to go around and tell all the ladies, I'm not I'm not coming back no more. I'm, I'm useless. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I remember, I, I remember that. He says well, he'll only get gone one more, more time. time. And he's got to tell all his buddies and his girlfriends, say, look, I won't be back. Takes them a couple of days and they come back and, and they're a little more tamer. They're a little more tamer. <laughs> well, kind of like me. <laughs> well, I, we won't go there at all. But uh, no, I, it, it's, uh, it's been a, as the season winds down, we've got two shows to go. And let me mention real quickly, we got three minutes left. I uh, was just informed uh, in the first hour, uh, Ryan Clary texted me from, uh, the press box at Presbyterian College, where he's getting ready to do a ball game, that they play next Sunday. Uh, I'm sorry, Saturday. next Saturday at 12. And uh, if we want to do a show, as we a couple of weeks ago, when we would have been preempted by Presbyterian's um, pregame show, we got to move it to Sunday. I've got a guest for next week, which is a really good one, which is Neil Castles Jr., which is not only Neil Castle Sr.'s son, but he is also currently actively involved as a hollywood stuntman and transportation a coordinator good one too. and he can tell you all about it you google him and there's a great picture on the internet of him coming through the door with a machine gun with a fire coming out of it and everything but neil castles jr will be our guest next week we haven't had him in a couple of years uh Neat if guy. i can get him to go to sunday because right now he's expecting 11 o'clock saturday morning and uh so anyway we will be uh unless uh here differently from ryan clary we will be on next Sunday morning. I hope you can join us. You won't be out fishing till uh, 4 o'clock Saturday morning. No, they, they, they swapped it over now, Perry. Uh, We're going to daytime fishing from 9 to 5. That's more That's, more that's like uh, they, they cut out this uh, nighttime fishing from 7 to 3 a.m. because it's getting a little cool. <laughs> a little but, bit. But uh, you first got to let your fish adjust to it. They've been used to getting fed at that time, and now we're going to change up on them. And uh, it'll be hard It'd be hard fishing right here to start with. But yeah. Well. Uh, I know my brother's listening to me. Uh, I looked over at that striper boat, and it's looking awful pretty about right now. It's about <laughs> time for us to go up that river. Well, me and my brother, we went up that river a bunch and caught some nice striped bass. Well, that's good, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, you'll get uh, some stories to tell us about the fishing. But try to make the show next week if you can. If you can't, send your backup. We like her too a lot. And uh, Greg, you got about ten seconds to tell us something. All I know is it's a good show and, and, and tickled death to be here. And there's a lot of good, neat things happening with the Clements and, and Jeremy and the radio station. And, uh, I, I'm just glad we all here and, 
enjoy the show, and I hope the people that listen to us today enjoy it because well, we, we talk about a little bit of everything. And that's the truth, especially when we run out of races. But uh, don't forget the party. Uh, uh, come one, come all, as far as I know, at, uh, at R.J. Rockers on Wednesday from 3 to 6 and watch Ryan Clary and Alex Smith uh, – uh, and the whole crew do the show from there. With Jeremy will be there with his race car, probably bring a trophy or something for us to look at, maybe the one he won at Daytona. And uh, uh, everybody from the class of 70, I'm on the way. See you at the Marriott in a little while. And we have. Class of 70, he's old. I am old. I don't mind, <laughs> I don't mind telling I you. I wish I was going with you. 70 and 70. Well, thank you again, uh, Natalie. I think Greg's on the way. I'm going to drop him off. The rest of you, have a good weekend. Be safe and keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. We are Fox Sports. And here's what you need to know. Today's college football.